pair to put on your tinfoil hats. Tonight we're going to be having uh, Joan on. She's going to be talking about a handful of experiences she's had, including one where she claimed she had been met by a Slenderman. All right, Joan, tell your story. Okay, I'm Joan. Um, I'm from Arizona, and I am 22 years old. So this story happened about, well, since I've lived in my childhood house, so since I was born. Um, But one specific part of the story happened when I was about eight or nine. I'll get into that later, though. So, yeah, this happened in my childhood home. And it wasn't just me. It was me and my siblings, too. And it wasn't even me who started it. It was my siblings. Uh, Let's see, where do I even begin? Where did this all start? How old were you when all this started? Oh, it's been going on since I was born. But it wasn't until I was, like, maybe seven or eight that I started hearing about it from my siblings. I'm the youngest of three, and one of them is four years older than me, and the other is ten years older than me. So. Okay. Yeah. Let me think. Um. Well, growing up, I, we had a bigger house, and my bedroom happened to be in the very back corner of the house, and it was very separated from the rest of the house. Um. And I struggled to sleep in my room for some reason. I always thought that it was just because I didn't like being alone in the back corner of the house. But it was anytime I'd fall asleep, something would wake me up. And I always thought it was just me being scared. So I slept on the couch a lot as a kid. Up until I was about 11 years old, I think. And so there was, um, I don't even know how to... The house has always been a little creepy. I've always gotten weird vibes from it, but I never thought too much into it. And my siblings would always joke around and be like, oh, there's ghosts, it's haunted. And my mom would just tell them to like be quiet and stop joking about it and that it's not haunted and all these things. She grew up very Catholic, so she believes in these things, but she believes in like demons and paranormal in such a way where it's like, don't speak of it because it's bad. So yeah, that's a thing. And um. In our basement specifically, our basement's very, very eerie and creepy. And But, you know, me being a little six or seven-year-old, of course, I'm not going to go in this scary little basement alone at night. And I'd always make my mom go with me. And So let me explain this to you. It's all carpeted, right? And it's okay. all cement floor. But under our pool table, which, keep in mind, the original owners gave us that pool table for free when we moved in because they didn't, and I quote, feel like moving it. But under that pool table, you step, and there's a hollow spot. Like, there's not cement. That's weird. And we're like, that's weird. It's very weird. And it's carpeted over. And if you, like, hit it hard enough, you can hear it's, like, wood or something. Like, there's a hole under the wood. And I never thought too much about it until I was about eight or nine when all this occurred to me and came up to me and was brought to my attention. Um... So that's, that's a key important thing in the story. My mom always told me it was just, like, uh... She always came up with some weird excuse as to what it was. You know, never really knew what it was, though. I'm going to say I was nine years old. Because my sibling's four years older than me. So, yeah, I was about nine. And I was sleeping on the couch, once again, because I couldn't sleep in my room. For some reason. And it was between the hours of three and four. And for some reason, I woke up. 
and I open my eyes and in the corner of the room I see this figure and it's tall and it's black and it's not just like a shadow it's like I see the outline of the head I see the arms and I see the legs and the arms are like very long arms and this figure is tall like eight or nine feet tall and I I was tall like my it's very tall my heart dropped I was like oh my god there's something in my house just staring at me like nobody's out here I'm terrified what do I do and it's just staring at me and I knew there was nothing there so I knew it couldn't be like a shadow of anything and I'm like this is this is it like I don't know what to do and I couldn't stop staring at it and after about 30 seconds I finally was like okay close your eyes it'll go away so I close my eyes and I'm like I'm not gonna open them again because if it's there it's there but then I hear footsteps in my kitchen and I'm like, oh, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm really done. So I open my eyes and it's my sister and she comes out of the kitchen. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, I just saw something in the corner and she's like, you're trembling. I'm like, I saw something in the corner and I explained it to her and she was 13 and she's like, okay, come with me. So she takes me into her room. She turns on all the lights and I'm like, why do you have all the lights on? She's like, because if the lights are on, nothing comes. I'm like, okay, whatever. And she starts explaining Slenderman to me. And this was before Slenderman was popular. He, I'm 22, and this was when I was nine years old. So Slenderman was not really a thing. It was only on 4chan. I don't know if you guys know what 4chan is. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, that's where it started. And that's like, that's when it started becoming a thing. That's the origin of and, Slenderman was on 4chan. I remember hearing about, like, that's what all that started. Yeah, and she was explaining it to me. And I'm like, okay. And it was like, so scary to hear about. I'm like, I'm pretty, like... I don't know, and, like, maybe I saw a shadow. It's hard for me to believe these things. And she's like, no, I believe you 100%. Like, it's between the hours of three and four. It's Christmas Eve. You're a kid. Like, it it all makes sense if you really did see something. And I'm like, okay, well, why would, what is Slenderman? Why would it be a thing? And there's many ways you can think of where Slenderman came from. But in her opinion, she thinks it's a demon to get kids into hell. Which, I've heard that story before. I've heard many different things. And so, like, why would a demon be in our house, though? Like, how did it get in the house? And then, she goes to explain. Oh, God. Uh, I don't... She explains that our house is haunted, essentially. And that there's something under that wood. And that there's horrible spirits in the house. And she, over the years, until she moved out when she was 18... She had priests come in our house. She had whatever, all those types of people come into our house to bless it, to clear it, to confirm that there were spirits. And every single one was like, yep, there's horrible spirits in here. And we don't know why. Well, my brother confesses later, the one that's 10 years older than me, um, that when he was about 15 or 16, so I was about five or six, he brought a Ouija board into the house. And he took it into the basement, and him and his friends thought it would be fun to play with. And that's pretty much, that's all I know about that. But me and my sister are convinced that a lot of the spirits came from the Ouija board. Probably didn't know what he was doing with it. Probably bought it from Toys R Us and thought it'd be funny to play with. But, yeah. So, Hmm. he was screwing with this thing in the basement, you were saying. And tell me about the, the thing on the floor again. What's the deal with the floor down there? We still don't know to this day. Um, I've addressed it to my mom as I got older. I was like, Mom, I know that's not just something. Like, there's something there. 
and she explained that it's probably, I guess, back in the day, they had um, little seating areas that went into the ground, if that makes sense, in basements. And I'm like, I don't believe that, first off, second off. Everything is cement. Like, what do you mean? And so I would, you know, point these things out to her, and she would just ignore and brush it off and be like, why? You're being, like, silly. What are you doing? So... So that's so. This is all under carpet, correct? Mhm. And underneath the carpet, it's all concrete except for one area where it feels like it's wood in the middle of the floor. Yeah, like you step on it and you hear a hollow spot. You knock on it and it's like it feels and sounds like wood, and there's something under the wood, like it's hollow. That's really weird. Like, and it's dang. like a rectangular shape too. It's not like a circle. It's like a, it's under the pool table too. So we can't, even if we did want to, like, remove the carpet and the wood, we'd have to move the pool table. And for Hmm. some reason, the original owners did not want to take the pool table because they said it was just too much of a hassle to get it up from the basement. That's, now that, now that all that's kind of, uh, now I'm seeing the chain of events here, that's all kind of sketch. Yeah. But continue with your story, what happens next? Uh, that's literally it. I, you know, my sister convinced me that... Slenderman was a demon and that I should wear a cross around my neck to protect myself and so I the next day I went out and I made my mom buy me a cross and I wore it for like four years straight and I took it off at some point I don't remember I just took it off one day I think so this is the only time you've ever seen that thing whatever it was yes but yeah yeah that's the only time and you said it was how tall like eight or nine feet that's insane it was taller than the bookshelf, and the bookshelf is good six or seven feet. And it was, like, hunched over, too, in a way. Oh, so it was it was hunched over. How much detail could you see on it? I just saw the black figure. It had no facial expression. It was tall, long. It was just a black figure. Humanoid? And later on, when, uh, later on, when Slender Man became popular, I would see photos of him, and I'm like, wow, that looks identical to the thing I saw. But in my head, I'm thinking, I never saw Slender Man. Like, that's not real. Right, my understanding of a lot of the Slenderman cases is that the the whole origin of it was just a 4chan thing, but people are seeing something that I've heard I've heard a handful of stories that people describe as Slenderman, but isn't you know an exact match to it, but it is very similar to it. Yeah, tall, dark exactly. figure stands X amount of feet tall, follows kids home, that kind of thing. Yes. Okay. That's creepy. So- you said when you initially saw it, it was about three to four in the morning. Yeah, uh, I was between the, the hours of three and four. Yep, I was sleeping on the couch and I was alone. Were do you remember being able to move when um when you saw it? I couldn't move. Like I remember opening my eyes and like being stuck, and I'm like, I don't know if I should move and run or if I should stay. And I was just very confused, and I couldn't stop staring at it. But if you had tried to, could you physically move your body? Or is that that was just impossible at the time? I feel like I was in so much shock that I couldn't. Hmm. So, because what I was leaning towards was um, sleep paralysis. But if you feel like it's more of a shock thing, then I'd say not. Right. No, because... I've never had sleep paralysis. I don't think it's that. Interesting. Yeah, by the way, sleep paralysis sucks. Uh, to anybody out there who's uh, ever experienced it, I feel it with you. Um, most of it's my fault because I choose not to sleep and I run this show really late at night. So 
Um, that's my own fault and why I have it all the time. But uh, <laughs> I, I understand to anybody out there that suffers from sleep paralysis. It's uh, absolutely terrible and very frightening. Yeah, that's what uh, my sister thought at first thought that I had sleep paralysis. And I'm like, nope, I nope, I've never had it before in my life. Why would I have it just the one time? So then it was just an instance of you being so startled or scared that you were you were frozen in place because of fear. Yes, and I remember in the moment I was like thinking to myself, "Don't move a muscle. If you don't move, we won't see you like a dinosaur." Which yeah, it obviously wasn't that a makes dinosaur, sense. but right. <laughs> okay, that's wild. And so, are there other instances with this house that uh, you've heard through word of mouth that you haven't experienced personally? Or is there other stuff you've experienced personally? Um, there is other stuff I've experienced personally, and it's also word of mouth. Um, my dad doesn't believe in any of this, so anytime I bring it up, he just kind of laughs it off. But like I said, my mom grew up very religious, so anytime I'd bring anything like this up, she told me to just be quiet and whatever. And there was one night I got a few drinks in her, and I was like, Mom, what do you think? She's like, maybe there's something here, but like, if we don't address it, Joe, and it won't hurt us, like, come on now. And I'm like, okay, well, I got I got my parent to admit it, so here we are. <laughs> um, there was, I finally, like, a year or two after the Slenderman thing happened, I spoke up to one of my friends, because I hadn't told anybody, because I was like, nobody's going to believe me. And I told her, I was like, yeah, this whole thing happened, and, like, it's really creepy. And um, my back, I still hadn't, wasn't really sleeping in my back room, because I was very scared of it. And at the time, nobody was home except me and her and my mom. And the hall to get to my room was, like, pitch black, whatever, and I needed to get something out of it. And I look in the hall, and I'm like, I saw something moving, and I'm like, nope, fuck, nope, nope. And I made her go. And she's like, there's nothing here, whatever. And she's Mormon, so she really doesn't believe in these things. And she looks down the hall, and she's like, I'm not doing this. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I, there's something there, I'm not doing it. And so I made her finally do it, and she saw. She said she saw something in my room, but uh, I didn't even go. I just made her run down the hall, do it herself. That was the other experience I had personally. So can you explain to me um, the feelings that you get whenever you would enter your room in the back, the back corner of the house? It would be very cold, and like something was there, and I felt chills all the time, and I felt like something was always watching me, and I was not comfortable. Like, the, the hairs on your arms standing up kind of chills? Yeah, like, something would touch me or something, and I'd be, like, shivering. Mm, okay. So, then maybe that was, like, uh, the room where everything was emanating from. Or maybe it was for the pool table, but... Yeah, you... so, that's funny you bring that up, because my sister, who's brought in, like, priests and everything like that, um, they said that it's in that direction of the house as well as they did a measurement and the pool table is directly under my room oh yeah okay that does complicate things <laughs> yep the plot thickens continue it does uh what else growing up like as i got older i went into junior high and high school um it wasn't bothersome as much if that makes sense it sort of faded away. It didn't happen as often or at all. 
Yeah, so it just, nothing ever happened. Like, I can't remember a single time in high school where anything happened, but I did switch bedrooms in high school. Mm. So what, that could be a thing. What was your old room converted into? Um, It was still a room. It's just, so my room had a bathroom that was Jack and Jill with my brother's room, and my brother moved out, and he had the bigger bedroom, so I just went from one end of the Jack and Jill bathroom to the other. Okay. But I would just never go in that room at night. Even in high school, I was still, like, a little weirded out by that room. I mean, understandably so. Yeah. So, maybe, um, so what I'm thinking is, whatever it was, it considered that room to be its quote-unquote space, and the fact that you were in it, it didn't appreciate that. So, when you swapped rooms, it stopped really bugging you. I feel like that would be a uh, accurate thesis or hypothesis, yeah. My theory is whatever it is is either attached to the pool table or whatever's underneath the pool table. I think it's something to do with under the pool table, honestly. I don't think it's a pool table. Yeah, that could make do you, sense. Do you still have access to that house? Oh yeah, I go there all the time. I actually might go there tonight. Ah, oh, man. I'm, I'm not going to tell party. you that to destroy the pool table and like the floor below but kind of you know if you uh, if you get everybody there. drunk enough uh for new year's and you just happen to be able to sleep away with a you know knife and some duct tape just find out what what's under that pool table for me you know what i think i've seen underneath the carpet and there is wood there's only like a chunk i don't know if one of my siblings cut it on purpose or like rubbed it wrong because it is very very thin carpet and like if you jam it hard enough with something it will probably rip so i feel like it is a little ripped in there as well i don't know i don't remember if it was me or one of them who ripped it or maybe it wasn't even ripped on purpose hmm. but there is wood so there is wood underneath it it is wood yeah interesting is maybe it, it's, it's some like weird pagan altar where someone was worship worshiping the devil yeah Honestly, man who knows maybe I mean, that would be kind of cool. It's kind of an old house, too, so. You said it was originally owned by um, a mayor in Arizona, correct? I'm not sure. My parents said that it was originally owned by, like, one of the original politicians of Arizona, but I could totally be wrong. It had some sort of significance in that way, I guess. It was mm. owned by someone who was important at some point, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So then it's a really old house. It's It doesn't well, look but... old, but I don't know when it was originally built. I know it's older. I don't think it's like early 1900s. I don't even think it's that old, but it's older for sure. Okay. That's creepy. I want to know more. Mm -hmm. Has anybody else seen uh, whatever it is that you saw, or has anybody else seen any kind of something? Nope. Ew. Um, well, no, nobody saw what I saw. You know, my brother, even to this day, he's like, you're crazy. You didn't see anything. My sister, on the other hand, is like, oh, yeah, I believe you. Like, you probably saw something. You know, you were at eight or nine years old. That's probably, yeah, you probably saw something. Hmm. Um, I hear a lot of um, a lot of the people that we talked to, Dane. I got actually when I woke up this morning, I had probably 30 DMs from Reddit this morning. Um, of people just wanting to talk and come on the show, but 
we're gonna have to go sort through all of those later. Um, but a lot of the people that I've seen on a lot of these subreddits and stuff talk a lot about fairies when they're younger and that they disappear when they grow out of it. So I, I do wonder a lot because a lot of people also say that about paranormal related things is that they see a lot of things growing up and then they hit a certain age and it kind of stops. Once they become teenagers, but when they're right. kids, it really like kicks off because no one believes kids when they say stuff like this. But I also feel like demons will go after the most vulnerable and i.e. The innocents. Kids. Yeah, kids. Mm. Well, that's like with poltergeist and stuff. A lot of the uh, poltergeist related stories that we talk to, um, a lot of it's focused around people who have some type of trauma in their life or some type of vulnerability is when poltergeist activity begins to start and become very present. You know, it's funny you mention that because nothing had happened and then I moved into the place I live now and after my mother passed, she had this bookshelf growing up. It's very small. It's wood. It's got like three little shelves on it. And after she passed, my brother's like, here, take this. Go put it in your house somewhere. I'm like, okay, I'll put it in my room. It's white, and my walls are white, but the rest of my furniture is a wood color, but it doesn't look bad. It blends. And for some reason, anybody who goes in my room is just like, kind of looks at that bookshelf weird, and like, what, was something wrong? Like, no, it's just, it, like, it fits too well. Like, I'm, it, it feels weird. I'm like, what do you mean it feels weird? And like, we just, we get weird feelings from it. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't, so it's Mm -hmm. fine. And um, there was one time my friend was using my bathroom. And um, we were all playing board games downstairs. And he just came up to my room to use the bathroom. I guess he didn't turn on the light. And I hear him kind of, like, scream a little. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, we're all drinking. I, whatever. He comes back downstairs. He's like, something touched me. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Maybe it's my uh... dog, you know? And he's like, no, something was, like, touching my feet. And I'm like, that's weird. Okay, well, whatever, and I just kind of ignored it. He's like, you're not worried? I'm like, nope, I'm just not going to acknowledge it. (laughs) Just like your mom uh, taught you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if I don't acknowledge it, it's not there. Um, There was another time my roommate, my last roommate, I was in his room with him, and he was playing video games, or maybe we were watching a movie, and he was on the phone. And then he just, like, drops the phone and stares into the hall. The hall lights were off. And I'm like, what What are you looking at? He's like, I just saw someone. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I saw someone walking just now. They walked into your room. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't see them. But then I'm looking. My dog and his cats are all staring, like, with their ears perked, staring. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is great. This is great. It's fine. Just ignore it. Um, and it, the worst thing is I started yelling at him and I'm like you're crazy why are you doing this to me like he's very anti-religion anti-ghosts anti-demons and I'm like why are you saying this like you don't believe in these things and he's like I know I've never seen something like that though like I don't I you know but hmm. since then he's you know I've brought it up since and he's like I probably just saw a shadow I don't know but I'm like oh, you probably saw something but okay a lot so of the... go ahead Dan. go ahead ladies first one oh funny um <laughs> a lot of people that i've talked to in the past when they experience things with their friends or something like that when they're um when their friends were never open to that kind of stuff and they see something it freaks them out and they're pretty convinced right away but then they try to 
do a mental gymnastics and convince themselves they didn't see what they saw, even though both people that saw it know exactly what they saw. And as the years go by, they kind of try and suppress it down. And I've heard that quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty normal thing for people to just pretend they didn't see it or pretend it wasn't there. I do that sometimes too. Like downplay it. Yeah. Because, you know, when you really think about it, is there anything you can do? No. No. Exactly. And that's why, like, a lot of the time in my room, too, I get woken up between the hours of 3 and 4. And it's very odd that I just, like, all of a sudden wake up between 3 and 4. But I'm like, you know what? There's nothing I can do. Don't acknowledge it. Just go back to bed. Hmm. 3 and 4, that's such a weird time. Uh, I mean, it's, like, 3.30. 3 to 3.30 is, like, the devil's hour or something like that. I could totally be wrong. I was going to ask if you know the the origins of the um the white bookshelf like how your mom came into possession of it. Uh my grandpa made it for her. Oh, that's, okay. That's all I know about it, but you know, I'm I've talked to my brother about it. He doesn't believe in these things and he's like, "Well, if there is something there, it obviously liked you cuz knock on wood, it hasn't bothered you yet and for some reason it pops up and like shows itself to your friends but not you." And I'm like, "That's fair that's fair to believe in okay i'd say it's almost uh protective of you yeah that's that's what he was explaining and i'm like that's fair hmm. maybe it's like it's possessive over me too though that's what i yeah, worry about yeah if it's possessive that's something to be worried about but if it's protective then i mean a little less worrisome but still still creepy regardless Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd rather have nothing here in a way. <laughs> yeah, Dane, that sure would be nice. <laughs> By the way, um, I, it's weird because I hear a lot of these stories about these tall, tall beings or whatever, um, entities, whatever you want to call them but it's always dark. Like, why are they always... It's weird, because... They're like shadow people. Right, shadow people. I hear the term shadow, dark figure, a lot. And a lot of the theories out there with a lot of the paranormal stuff is that it has something to do with the light spectrums and existing in different light spectrums. And when they manifest, they come into different light spectrums. But I wonder if the shadow... Like, the, the shadow people have always stumped me. Like, what are they? What is it? What are people saying? I never run into the shadow people. That that scared me too much. You've never looked into the shadow people? Nope. Maybe you should have a shadow person. Well, if I do, I'd rather not know about it. Originally, what I was thinking it was, was um, there's people who suffer from sleep paralysis. They see one of two things mostly, which is the um, the bed or the night hag, which is what I've seen. Uh, the night hag. And then the hat man is the really tall guy with a hat that stands oh. in like a doorway or something. Yep, I've heard of him. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, maybe maybe you did see... Oh, he didn't have a hat, did he? Or not that you no. Like, when I look at images of Slenderman, I see the figure that I saw that morning. Okay. But I don't... Like, it just looks necessarily... like a tall, featureless person. 
Yes, he had no facial facial features whatsoever. Hmm. Um, very long arms, just staring at me in the corner. Wait, were the arms very disproportionate? Scary. Yeah, they were longer than the rest of the body. Is like that's what I remember too. Is like awkwardly long arms. Oh, I just got chills from it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the um, that's what Zane was. Uh, or I'm sorry, Zaid was describing to me when he did the Skinwalker episode with me as he described the creature that had disproportionate body features, long arms, um, stuff like that. I'm talking to another guy with, with a Skinwalker-related case, and um, I'm curious if he's seen the same thing, if what the, what the physical proportions of it are, because a lot of these weird beings, whatever you want to call them, that shadow people or whatever i hear a lot about weird body proportions whether it's a skinwalker or whatever it is but tall dark figures in general seem to have these weird body proportions Hmm. yeah oh you know what else is weird is that um my house i have now my last two roommates i had before my other roommate they both have experienced paranormal and it freaked me out but i've never experienced it either except for one time this sounds ridiculous but I've always, like, you know the dog filter on Snapchat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dog filter. I, yeah, I'm always pulling it up and, like, trying to see if another face will pop up randomly or something when I'm by myself. And I was doing a video with the dog filter on, and I was, like, in my kitchen. And for some reason, the paranormal that my roommates always experienced was in the kitchen. And it was the middle of the day, and I'm like, okay, like, ghost, if you're here, pop up. And then, like, ten seconds later, it just, like, popped up in the corner, and it, like, moved its head a little. And I'm like, oh, my God. I still have the video somewhere. I just clicked out. I was like, nope, not today. Check your, um... so creepy. Your Snapchat history. Maybe you can find it. Yeah, I'll try to find it. That's so creepy. I was so scared. I was like, I'm leaving. It's the middle of the day. I'm leaving. I mean, even if it's the middle of the day, man, if some weird you know shit happens you know it's still scary exactly exactly um i did mess with a ouija board once actually oh myself, that sounds fun which was, that was really stupid of me honestly anybody listening don't play with ouija boards um i mean go ahead play with ouija boards follow your heart but <laughs> personal recommendation that's funny if you can buy a demon toy from toys r us and now toys r us is shut down don't buy the demon toy. But uh, Joan, I think I'm gonna. Demon, I'm, I think I think I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. Can I put that on a T-shirt? Yes, you can. Okay, I'm putting that on a T-shirt. Dane, write that down. Perfect. Don't buy a demon toy from Toys R Us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um. So this was it was my first year out of high school, so I was 18. And it was my friend's birthday. I think it was around, it was before Christmas, after Halloween. It was rainy out. And she really wanted a Ouija board. And I was like, heck yeah, I want to play with one. And I told my mom, she's like, don't you dare. And I'm like, mom, you told me yourself you don't really believe in religion. Like, ghosts and demons aren't real. She's like, Joan, don't you dare buy one of those. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm going to buy one. She's like, you mention it to me. You bring it to this house. You're bothered by it. I don't want to hear about it. I'm warning you, don't get it. Of course, I didn't listen. So Of course. I'm thinking, hey, they sell out of Toys R Us. How bad could it be? Right. Yeah, so I go and I buy it. Um, and that night, I had, let's see, there was eight or nine of us. 
and half the people there were like no they were so dead serious about no like they were telling us to not do it they're like why'd you do that you need to return that right now you're crazy like no way and me and my friend and i there's two guys there and they're like no we don't care like we'll do it and i'm like i'll do it i'll do it whatever i'm got it so i'm telling them like i googled how to do a ouija board how to open it how to close it and I'm explaining the rules to them, and they're kind of not listening. They're, like, not taking it serious. And I'm like, okay, like, maybe I shouldn't be playing with stupid people. This is how every stupid teenage horror movie starts. Right. We'll just see where this goes. And so I suggest, hey, let's do it in a public place like a park. How about this park that just opened down the street in a very nice neighborhood? Because maybe nothing will happen. And so, of course, it's raining and storming out. We go to the park, and... We start opening it. We're waiting. We tried it three or four times. Nothing. So then all of us are bored. And the girl I bought it for is like, hey, let's do it in my backyard. And I'm like, are you sure? Because, I mean, I kind of believe in this stuff. And, like, if you play with it in your house, you're screwed. But, like, if you're down, I'm down. Whatever. Hey, I so mean, it's, uh, it's your funeral. But if you're down, I'm down. <laughs> exactly. Like, you want to jump off the bridge? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. But, um... So we go to her house, like around 11 o'clock at this point. We're in her backyard. We open it. We wait. Nothing. So we close it. And I'm like, I'm going to probably head out soon because I'm getting weird vibes. And I'm like, I'm I'm scaring myself at this point. I'm convinced I'm scaring myself. Mm -hmm. So we try one more time. And it finally starts working. And I'm like trembling. I'm like, guys, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? And they're all like, their eyes are so big. Like, it's none of us. And like, I can tell when they were lying or not. And I can tell if someone's pushing it nobody nobody's touching it nobody's pushing it and i'm it's like we're asking it questions and we asked for its name it says mary and i'm like guys i'm not stupid this is not the real name this is not some girl named mary like you guys are on crack this isn't real we need to close this board what are we doing like it all hit me at once i'm like we're playing with demons what are we doing like there are no walls up right now so i tell them to close it i want to leave and i can't i'm like guys close it they're like no we don't want to i'm like guys close it I can't lift my fingers until you close it, because otherwise I'm screwed. Close the board. So then we close it. I tell them, peace out. I'm going home. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So I go home. Whether they were faking it or not, I got horrible feelings from that. Like, I never felt such, like, a heavy weight on me at that time. And, like, there was something there. And I'm like, I wasn't cool with it. No. Um, I get home. And my mom immediately is like, don't move. And I'm like, what? She's like, were you playing with the Ouija board? I'm like, yes. And she's like, I'm so mad at you. I can't believe you do that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever, mom. Like, I didn't bring it in the house. I left it at my friend's house. We closed the board properly. Like, I'm terrified right now. And she's like, I don't want to hear about your scaredness. Like, I warned you. Like, you messed with the wrong thing. And I'm like, you know what? I thought you didn't believe in religion anymore. She's like, well, I don't like Ouija boards. That's horrible. And I think it... (laughs) I think it brought it back to when my brother played with the Ouija board in the basement, but I didn't really mention that to her because I was so scared myself at that point. And I went to lay in my room, and I remember laying there crying, just thinking, like, I opened something, and now it's probably going to follow me for the rest of my life, and I'm going to be killed. It's great. Um, Don't know if it's still with me to this day. Don't know if anything came with me to this day because I closed it. Maybe it went with one of them, or maybe it just didn't go with anybody. Hmm. But there was something. And, um... They continued playing, actually, and next morning my friend told me that 
they found out it's one of the guy's friends. Um, her name was Mary. They knew each other in second grade, and she died really young. But he never knew a Mary in second grade, so they were kind of confused. And I'm like, are you stupid? Like, they obviously used a fake name. Because if you've ever seen any paranormal movie or heard a story, demons and whatnot don't ever use their real name. Yeah. And they're just eating it up. They're like, no, we're going to play again tonight. We're going to get to know Mary more. And I'm like, you guys are stupid, but have fun. Yeah, fuck it. If you're gonna if you're gonna do some dumb shit, you might as well have fun. That's actually probably terrible advice. I, well, most of our viewership is actually over eighteen, because uh, most of our stuff is explicit. Um, but yeah, eh, screw it. I don't have any younger audiences. Do whatever you want. Have a good time. <laughs> Just you exactly. know, don't kill yourself. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I'm like, you know what? I'm warning you guys. Like, none of them believe in ghosts or demons or religion or anything. And I'm like, fine, whatever. Have fun. <laughs> I I, uh, I had a Ouija board too when I was growing up, and um, they my older siblings would always screw with me. We never used it. Um, It was always in our we had like a little closet, and that's where all our board games were and stuff. And I remember they told me that my mom in particular, like I think they were teasing me more than anything. They were telling me how like dangerous it was and all that kind of stuff. And I always imagined that it was just part of like the fun with it is that they would talk about like oh it's bad you shouldn't play with those and as i grew grew out of it i started to figure out like oh they were just screwing with me but then i like read more stuff on them and i'm like oh you know i do believe that they were teasing me about them being dangerous and stuff and that they were just trying to screw with me but uh, a lot of the stuff that i've looked into it it's ouija boards a sketch dude like they're pretty sketch the origins of them and everything like they weren't created to be a kid toy they were literally created to access demons and then somehow or another down the line of life, I guess you could say, um, they became a kid toy somehow. Don't know how that became a thing. I, I, I bet you I know how. I can imagine it now like a bunch of Hasbro executives like sitting around like, guys, we need a new board game. And they all just kind of <laughs> shoot each other a glance and this guy pulls up a PowerPoint of like witchcraft and, and they all kind of just like, they go, oh yeah, we're going to be rich. Yeah. Like Disney or something, brainwashing kids. Just like, oh yeah, we're going to brainwash these kids to think this stuff is cool. We're not going to care about the results, and we're going to get money from it. By the way, Hasbro, please don't sue me. We have no money. <laughs> yeah, we're broke. Um, I mean, you can put us in prison if you want. Free food, I guess. Free food and housing. That's so funny. Yeah, fucked. exactly. <laughs> well, I like to wrap it up with... um. With the with the Ouija board shit, that was I think that was a good place to end it. Yeah. I want to ask you. So, normally I ask people, do you believe in things such as paranormal, uh, alien, or cryptics? You obviously the answer is yes. Yes. Wholeheartedly. Yes, wholeheartedly. Like there is other things out there that we cannot control. Yeah. The unexplainable. That's the scariest part about the paranormal is we have no control over it and there's nothing we can do to stop it. They're the ones with real power here. Yep. Yep. Right on. Thanks for coming on, John. It was always uh, always a blast talking with you. you. Yes, it is. Thank you.